Hey, hey, Brianna here. Welcome to part two of the Art of Dreaming episode series. If you missed the first part, just go click ahead one episode to part one and then come back right here. The first part, what we discussed is just what are dreams? How are they different from goals and expectations? And here we're going to talk to you about how to craft your own dream. So buckle up, listen tight, and thank you so much for joining us. You know, after you write the dream, then what do you do? Well, you just get to work on it. Get to work. It's time to bust your ass, okay? Welcome to the Peaches Ain't Pink podcast. A show with two cousins. From different worlds. With the same dedication to glutes and truth. I'm Meredith Atwood, a former attorney turned coach and author of The Year of No Nonsense. And I'm Brianna Belser, a Harvard grad turned TV writer and actor. Leave your expectations at the door and join us. Time to grow your peach. One of the things when we talk about dreaming is how do you actually come up with your dream? How do you write it? And the research is out there showing that in order to make any substantial change, you have to be very clear. The universe does not like vague requests (laughs) and you have to write it down. Truly writing pen to paper there, there is proof that that matters. And one of the ways to do this is to get your pen out (laughs) and to start to compose your dream and Handel group, which is a group that, um, they're my coaches and I work with them. Um, they have the, like their whole method starts with dreaming and they have a method for writing a dream. And so I wanted to give a shout out to them and also share how to write a dream via Handel. So here is the method for writing a dream. Number one is you write it in the present as if it has already happened. So I am in the best career of my life. I am loving my hot body. I am in the relationship of my dreams. Okay. So it's an, I am statement, not an, I hope to be. Okay. So why do we do that? Well, it takes us into the feeling, the emotion required to then put in the work to pursue it because it's almost as if we've already had it. And the universe is like, oh yeah, you already got that. So it's an energy level, right? And when you write your dream, you leave out the negatives. So you don't say, I finally can wear these jeans that have been tight forever. I finally don't hate my body. I finally have a man who puts the toilet seat down. (laughs) You don't, you leave out the negatives and you take out the digs. You're very specific, clear, and your dream is achievable in a year. So you're not talking like pie in the sky. You can certainly write those, but if you're trying to accomplish something um, within a period of time that is a dream, you write it within a year, it's achievable. And if you have a big pie in the sky, then set you know benchmarks. Like if you want to write a book in a bookstore, let me go ahead and tell you the publishing industry is a turtle. <laughs> it's gonna take you three years if you get started now. So go ahead and break that down. Okay, what do I have to do year one? I probably need an agent. I probably need an idea. I need a book proposal. So your dream is, I am a writer. I have finished my first book proposal and I have an agent. 
and we have submitted the book proposal to 10 publishing houses and should hear something by the end of the year that I am under contract. That's a great dream, but it also took a real big pie in the sky and narrowed it down. So if you don't believe that your dream is achievable, then it's not your dream. Yes. Because you're the one that has to be in your corner. (laughs) So if you're writing a dream that you don't believe is possible, go ahead and write another one. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so real. Yeah. That is so real. I want to comment just, I love the writing of it and making sure that you have an I am statement that you're specific. Um, And it almost sounds like the, the, this sort of construction of dreams is an ask of yourself. It's telling yourself to buy in Mm, so that then you can execute on the vision. It makes me also think about what you just said about not believing the dream possible might indicate that it's not your dream. I think it's important to mourn the dreams that have passed, not to just lay them to rest. Like I'm, there was a time when I wanted to be a pop singer and I had met with people at different labels and whatever. And they went through and they told me all the things that needed to be done. And I just remember having this overwhelming sense of, I don't want to, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to like dive into this particular well. I would love the mm-hmm. result, but I don't want the journey. Um, and, and I remember the first time and I had vocalized this dream, right. And I had written a couple of singles and I had even recorded some songs with people who are now pop stars. Um, and it was amazing until people had asked me, so what happened with that? Were you releasing anything new? Mm. What's going on? What's going on? And I was like 18, 19. And I'm like, and people are like, you're kind of old to be starting. And I'm like, oh my God, I am <laughs> old to be starting to be a pop star. They, pl- they pluck them before puberty. Like, and oh my gosh. the first time that I finally said, I don't actually want to work in the music industry. I love singing and performing. I don't want to be a professional popular music artist and something died it felt like for the briefest moment and then I was immediately set free I was like I love to mm. sing and I'm I'm goodish at it but I don't want that job <laughs> I don't want that life and I don't want that day to day and I laid it to rest and it allowed me to take off in film and tv and it allowed it me to say I do want to yes. tell stories though and yes. it also got the people to fucking shut up and stop asking me how it was going <laughs> It's not my dream. Go to hell. No, that's really interesting. That's really interesting because I, you know, we talked about it a couple episodes back about disappointment and expectations. And I think I had this sense that, you know, Oprah's got to retire someday and she's going to need someone to take over her stuff. And I thought that'd be good for me to do for her. I'd be glad to take over because Gail seems happy where she's at. Um, So... (laughs) And then I started like really paying attention to the lives of, you know, some of the upper echelon, like self-helpers, like Brene Brown, I mean, who has her PhD and, or like Glennon Doyle or Oprah, all the, they have to give up their souls to help other people. And they lose all sense of privacy and calm and and I'm really watching this because I thought I wanted it and then I'm like I don't think I actually want that I think I want to help people I think I'd like to have to I like to write books and I like to give talks 
And I like to, I would like to speak in, you know, smallish arenas and as an opening act for like someone, but do I want to be the main act? I don't think I do. I think I just want to be in the mix. Right. <laughs> I just right. want to like hang out, um, be a part of the change. I don't want to be the change. Like, I don't want to be that. And I think that was kind of scary to admit. Yes. And yes, it was in the face of like the book not being the bestseller I wanted it to be. But had it gone that way, I think I would have found myself really confused. Like, oh, I didn't actually want this. This is exactly what I asked for. And maybe I didn't really want it. And so I think it's interesting and important for you, like for what you said, that we need to mourn the death of the dream because maybe it was it was the right thing to happen. Yes. I think so. Yeah. It's so liberating. I'm curious, like, you know, when you have achieved this dream, whatever it is, right? If it is the relationship of your dreams or what have you, um, dear, like, please, I, I no longer crave French fries. Like, I think my question is what happens next? Like, what's the next step um, after you've achieved it or you've arrived? What do you do? Well, I think... I think living your dream is active. I think when you have written the correct dream, it doesn't just stop there because that's a goal, right? So the dream is your heart. The dream is a feeling. The dream is a state that you operate your life out of. So when you start oh, to write your okay. dream, like I am a New York Times bestselling author. Okay. That's kind of goalie. You know, instead I am an author and I spend my days writing and that makes me feel happy and joyful and proud. Mm -hmm. That is all like, if I wrote a dream, that would be true, but I better get to writing because I'm not living that dream right now. I'm just sitting here going, what am I going to write next? But when you are, when you write a good dream and you accomplish it, it continues because it's a heart space. It's who you become. It's who you step into. It's who you are. It's part of your I am, which is the distinguishment from a goal. Like I am a, a writer and I spend my days writing is different than I wrote a book. Yeah. Cause you that's know, sort of discreet. Yeah. It's happened once it's not ongoing. That is such a good distinction because I think, you know, it's so easy to get in goal land and we did a whole episode on results where, you know, you can track those things, but you, I think we should add that component, which is when you articulate your dream and you make a request of the universe and you feel it in the present moment, make sure that it's something that's ongoing and not some mm. discreet one and done. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, if you reach the, you know, there can be parts of it that are goal oriented, but mm -hmm. once you do that, then how do you continue it? What is next? And how do you rewrite your dream? And I think it's important to recognize that your dream can change as you go. So I frequently, like through Handel Group, I they have 12 areas of life. I rewrite my dreams for my 12 areas of life almost every two to three months because it changes. Mm -hmm. You know, and when I'm in the middle of it, I'm like, eh, never mind. I don't really want that. Right. <laughs> no thanks. Like I right. don't want, I don't want to put in the work it's gonna take for me to do that. I don't want like whatever. Um and so all you're doing with that is you're not giving up. You're giving yourself the space to grow into the person that you're wanting to be the, mm -hmm. with the person that you are, that, that you're, you know, you are because yeah. the, the statements are, I am. And so, you know, after you write the dream, then what do you do? Well, you just get to work on it. Get to work. That's it's time to bust your to ass. Work. Okay. 
Get to work, make a plan. That's when you start setting goals. Every day I'm going to write five times a week. Every day I'm going to bed at nine. I'm waking up, I'm exercising, I'm manifesting, I'm meditating, I'm whatever. Like you can look at your dream and put a plan in place. Now that's when you start to have to have discipline and listening to your excuses and your bullshit. And that gets hard. And maybe we just continue this in another episode because the power of excuses is amazing. Like (laughs) my son last night, we were watching Bob Ross paint. He's a little artist. uh And he's like, he is telling me (laughs) all the reasons he cannot make mountains like Bob, okay? And some of them have to do with the size of his canvas, uh-huh. the, the caliber of his brushes, the space of his bedroom. Like he is giving me every He's reason. going in. He is going in. And, I, and I'm listening. First of all, the apple doesn't far, fall far from the tree here. And I'm like, man, genetics are a mofo, <laughs> right? Um, but he, he's telling me every reason that his dream of painting mountains just can't happen. And it was all bullshit. <laughs> like all of it, (laughs) you know? And I, I said, wow, do you hear yourself? I said, you just must not want to be an artist, huh? And he's like, huh, what do you mean? I said, you just must not want to. Cause if you really wanted to make mountains, you'd just figure out a way to make mountains. And he looked at me and he's like, huh, (laughs) (laughs) maybe you're right. You know, it was so, you know, we are all 13 year old boys to a degree. It is against our interest to figure out reasons why we should have to do these things because then you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to, you know, get out your little tiny canvas with your Walmart brushes in the corner of your tiny room that you don't pay for <laughs> and paint your mountains. There it is. And the, there it and that's, is. That's the truth. I love that. I think that's so brilliant. I need to be like Meredith to myself sometimes. I'm like, you just don't want this <laughs> shit, do you? And then... But I do. <laughs> I just don't. Every time I shove ice cream into my face, I'm like, I don't want to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> I just don't care. My my dream is obviously not big enough because I am I am prioritizing this Ben and Jerry's over it. And that's real talk too, because then you got to ask yourself, is this really my dream or am I just an asshole who's in my own way? And then wow. you're talking about peeling an onion figuring out, Oh, why do I do this? Um, and you know, this is, this is the work. It's heart work. It's a lot of heart work. Like literally look inside of you and, and you discover what you're made of oh, for better. I made of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's a great time for us to take it to the end of the episode, which is just, let's like give some insight about how folks can grow their peaches this week. What you got? Yes. Yes. So I would encourage you to take some time, do some journaling, sit a minute and work on your most pressing dream. Meaning what is the thing that when you're sitting around thinking I should be doing this, I wish I would have, can you extrapolate a dream out of that? You know, if you're sitting around saying, I really wish I would have written a book, is that your dream? Cause can you write it or whatever it is? Start fleshing it out this week, write it out, hold yourself to it, write it in the present. And once you find something that really makes your heart sing and you're like, man, this is a beautiful dream, then read it daily and get to work on it. Start setting some goals and yeah, adjust as, as needed. Get your brushes and your paints and start working on your mountains. <laughs> I love it. You guys, you can do it. Go get your dreams. Go get it. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for tuning in to Peaches Ain't Pink. If you want us to riff on something specific, DM us on Instagram at Peaches Ain't Pink. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your favorite peaches. <laughs>